John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, everybody. This is your old pal, Ed Peterson. <laughs> yes, old pal, Ed. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, right. This is John Kiltica. Oh, hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Oh, great. This here's the High Gain Podcast. The High Gain Podcast. Yeah, what do we talk about, John? We talk about guitars, beverages, and all such like. Yeah, such like that stuff. That's real cool. Where do we record this thing from? Uh, my basement in beautiful West Seattle, Washington. The High Gain Central. High Gain Central, We've rather. We dubbed right. this basement High Gain Central. Yep. It's beautiful. It's, it's tricked out, decked out. It is. You've got two skull paintings behind you, kind of lithography things. Yep. And I look at you and death. <laughs> I see death stuff, you know? Death surrounds us. Yeah, maybe. You know what we're doing, John? What? 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 We're doing the second episode today. It, We're doing two. Yeah. Like a little peek behind the curtains, guys. Yeah, two-banger. Two-banger is what yeah. we call that. Yeah. Ripping a two-banger. <laughs> when you do a two-banger, yeah. we go through our thing, we have the beverages, all right. of that, and yeah. then we realize, oh, wait, we don't have any beverages left. So we had to go get some beverages. That is what we did. Yep. Beverages. Yes. Yeah. We got a couple of them Boiling Bottling Company yeah. thingers. The fine folks from uh, Midtown Manhattan, 43rd Street, if I remember correctly. Six, six East 43rd yeah. is their location yeah. there in the Midtown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got myself a birch beer with some real cane sugar. Real cane sugar. Yeah. Not the fake cane sugar. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't say real. I just assume it's real cane sugar. I got a grape. Grape, like a grape knee-high. Yeah, I haven't had a grape soda in a long time. Yeah, that sounds pretty yeah. good. And they're in like kind of old-school bottles, boiling bottling yeah. bottles. And we were noticing that mm-hmm. unlike some of our uh, other beverages from out here on the left coast, yeah, they don't have any snappy... No little slogan-y thing. No. It's just yeah. cane sugar. That's it. It's a goddamn bottle of soda. Drink it. Yeah. Put it in your mouth hole. Yeah. I'm working my way through a box of Thin Mints. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because it's Girl Scout time. Yeah. You know? And I love it. I love it when them cookies come out. Them yep. cookies. Yep. I love it when them cookies come out. This guitar that we're going to talk about today, we got it from Thunder Road Guitars. You know? Thunderroadguitars.com in uh, beautiful West Seattle. Yep. Uh... Girl Scouts? What? Where was I going? You bought them some cookies. Oh, I brought them some. Yeah. <laughs> Ed brought the fine guys at Thunder Road, the yeah. brand new... Oh, yeah, the s'mores. Pro tip from yeah. the little girl that sold Ed these cookies. Yep. You put those s'mores in the microwave just a skosh. Just a tiny bit. And they start melting like s'mores. With the microwave technologies. Yeah. Science-y shit. Put them in the science oven. Take those cookies. Yeah. Throw them in the science box. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I like that guitar, John. This is a really nice guitar, Ed. This is one of the classics. Yep. This here is a Fender Duo Sonic. Yes, it is. Remember a few episodes back, I called super early that the 1959 Epiphone Coronet was guitar of the year. Are you having second thoughts? I really like this one. This is also a yeah. 1959. Yep, same year. Yes. This guy's got the gold guard, though. Pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think we Ooh. should get into it, but you know what, Ed? Yeah, what? It was my turn <laughs> oh. to pair a pedal with the beverage. Oh! That's cool. You want to hear what I came up with? I think so. What I have here, Ed, yeah. is a large box on the floor. Yep. It is a Hughes & Kettner tube rotosphere. Hughes and Kettner, tube rotosphere. It is meant to simulate Ooh. a Leslie speaker. Ooh. Not only that, yeah. on the old Hammond organs, yeah. the yeah. whirly sound, yeah, 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 yeah. it's an actual speaker whirling around right, 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 mechanically. Right. You hit the breaker, yeah. and it cuts the power to that whirly part. Right. Then it slows down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Release that breaker. Yeah powers it back up this has that you want to oh, hear what it sounds like i think so i'm gonna step on the breaker and listen to the speed oh cool yeah just like it simulates it winding down yeah now if i take my foot off it oh and it picks back that's great that's really good it's a stereo pedal yeah i'm operating it in mono mode mono mode <coughs> But it goes back and forth between the woofer yeah. and the rotating tweeter. And you can balance that. Woofer I'll, tweeter. I'll show you. Balance the woofer tweeter, John. That's Ooh. all woofery. All woofer. That's all tweetery. Yeah. Dial in some noise. Dial in some yeah. of that tweeter noise. That's cool. That sounds really great. You in, you in middle position there? Two pickups? Hit me with uh hit me with a bridge. Hit me with a bridge. Bridge only. Is that bridge? That's neck. That's bridge. Oh. Listen to that. Yeah. With that pedal on? Yeah. And it's on slow setting. Go back up to fast. Okay. Yeah. Can you can you vary, you can vary the speed, right? You can dial the speed in. Nope. Oh, really? Oh, funny. Just with the cut. That's the only way you can vary the yeah. speed? Funny. It's meant to act huh. like an actual Leslie speaker. Yeah, like... Which you could not... Huh. It was on or off. That's... Weird. 
Let's put a little something on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. They could have made it so you could vary the speed. They yeah. could have done that. Yep. They just said, fuck it. Yeah. We're going to make this thing, you know, real deal style. Yeah. That's what they said. Very nice. What do That's... you know about this here, Guitar Ed? The um, Duo Sonic. Let me tell you what I know about it. Yeah, that would be great. I, I'll tell you what I think I know about it. Okay. I think it's older than the Mustang. It is. The Mustang has a lot more switches and doodad thingies. It's also a student banger. Yep. Short scale. Kind of. Fender called it three-quarter size. Yeah, right? The body shape was maybe a little thinner, maybe slightly smaller. Okay. But it wasn't, strictly speaking, three-quarters the size of a full guitar. Right. It wasn't like... Right. John took his two hands, viewers. Yeah, and I went... And he pushed them in and made a... Like squeezing a balloon. Which makes that noise. How I do. Right. Right. (laughs) Ed is right. There are very few appointments to be had in this thing. Yeah. Two pickups, three saddle bridge, tone, volume, pickup selector switch. Boom. Boom. It's creamy. It's real uh, thick, milky. This is a sort of beige color yeah. that Fender came up with uh-huh. called Desert Sand. Yeah. The reason they used it, yep. I think, was mm. because they had a whole bunch of buckets in the back <laughs> left over from their main studenty line at the time, which was their lap steels. Right. Yeah. Buckets in the back. Yeah. A couple had, of uh, buckets. Buckets in the back. Leo's like, bust out the buckets, boys. The beige buckets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It looks great with a gold guard, though. Like, the colors look really nice together. Yeah. I like it. The gold guard seems fancy to me. That seems like that'd be a real fancy thing to put on a student-y guitar. It doesn't cost a lot to anodize aluminum. Okay. But they did the gold guard on this Mm -hmm. for a very specific reason. When they first came out with this guitar, okay, it was an aluminum guard just like this, but it was painted with black automotive paint. Mm -hmm. I bet that scrapes off. Real fast. Kids who are beginners banging on this thing? Yeah, it did. Kids or like Ed Peterson. Yeah. Give one of those painted up pick guards to Ed. Yeah. He'll, he'll do some work on that. So the whole genesis of this was pretty simple. Yeah. Start in 1955. Okay, 55. Yeah. You've got the telly. You've got the strat. You've got the P-Bass. You've got some amps, lap steels. You've got all that stuff. Yep. But in 55, you were chasing mm-hmm. rock and roll. Oh, sure. Are you kidding me? Bill Haley and the Comets. Maybe some Elvis Presley? Okay. Uh, so Don Randall, you know Don. Nope. Our man Don. Don was the sales and marketing brains behind the operation. Okay. Whereas Leo was the, I'm going to invent shit. Okay, what's okay. Don up to? What's Don up to? Oh, no. Don's oh, not doing no. a whole lot. He left oh. us in 2008. Oh. Don was born in 1917. 17 to 2008. Yes. Uh, 90... <laughs> <laughs> um um if he was <laughs> 17 uh 89 <laughs> shit i don't know i can't do it was he 89 uh i'm gonna say 91 okay yeah that's another option if he had made it to 2017 he would have yeah. been 100 so. so 2007 he would have been 90 <laughs> right <laughs> Right. When did when did we lose him? When did we lose him? Two thousand eight. Ninety one. What did I say? 
That's a good run. That's pretty good. That's a good run. Yeah. yeah, so they had this great yin and yang. Don's like, I'll figure out what the people want. Yep. And Leo, you invent some shit. Right. So Don in 55, yeah. seeing all the rock and rolls, mm-hmm. goes to Leo and is like, hey, Leo, I'm going to need you to work on a new student guitar design. Mm-hmm. They rightly figured, like a lot of companies did, if we make something cheap enough to get the kids into it, then as they get better, older, and have more money, yep. they'll come yep. back. I think everybody was thinking that way. Yeah. So Leo's like, let me work on it. How much did this guitar cost when it came out? $149.50. Wow. 56. 1956 dollars. Yeah. That might be the cheapest guitar we've done. I don't know. I'm going to do some conversion. You keep talking uh, to me. $1,302.11. Okay. And you know what? I think there's something we're missing. Either 149.50 was way more expensive than we th- think it was in right. 1955. Sure. Or $1,302 today is just hyperinflated and more than we think. Today, we just have a lot of quote-unquote necessities. People in the 50s, they didn't have cell phone bills. 1950s, like, who's going to be buying a $5 cup of coffee? Even converted, they were not spending $5 every morning on a beverage. Right. We've been tricked into this thing of, let's buy hot milk Every morning. (laughs) So this came out in two stages, Ed. The guitar. Yeah, it came out in 56. Okay. First half of 56. Yeah. It had one pickup, and it was called the Music Master. And this is a Duo Sonic. Yeah, Duo Sonic came out second half of the year, roughly. Two pickups. Okay. Essentially the same guitar, only difference is number of pickups. Okay. You can think of them as the same thing. I'm gonna then. Yeah. What colors could you get this thing in? The Duo Sonic, what colors? Desert Sand. That's it. That's it. First year music master, you could get Desert in... Sand. Oh, really? Yep, that was it. When did they start with the uh, like sunbursty stuff? Before they started with custom colors, they started with different appointments. As an example, in 1959, this is three years later, they switched to slab fingerboards, rosewood. Mm-hmm. So that changes the look of it. Yeah, yeah. They go with a darker pinkish tan color. Mm. That color didn't really have a name. Okay. They switched to a cream pickguard, and the pickup covers got switched to dark brown. This is within the first couple of years? Yeah, 59. Okay. It wouldn't be until 61 that they went with shaded sunburst. 61. 61. Okay. The shaded sunburst, rather than being like a gradation across multiple shades, mm-hmm. like black to lighter orange to yellowish to whatever, whatever. Right, right, right. It's more like a ring of red around it that lightened up in the middle. Yeah. Their rationale was, man, if you made a sunburst that looked like the strats, yeah, then, you know, maybe the kids would want it more because it looks more like the one the pros play. So they made it sunburst only. No more desert sand. Okay. Problem is, to keep the costs down, they didn't put a clear coat on the top. So it had a habit of flaking the finish. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> For us now, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm into it. 63, they drop that shaded burst and they add two colors. They called one red mahogany. It was like a transparent red over mahogany. They made the body out of mahogany. Yeah. They were thinking of competing with the SGs. Oh, that's 63? Uh, yeah. White pickguard, black pickup covers. All right. And white. Yeah. And the white had a tortoiseshell pickguard. We're talking a lot about colors of this fucking guitar. <laughs> Let's play yeah. something. Yeah, I don't give a shit about okay, the colors so anymore. Yeah, we're I'm the, bored. We're in the 63 uh, range. Okay. So let, let's do it. Okay. This is Don Covey. You know mm. how I like me the soul in the R&B. Sure. This is from 1964. <laughs> 
the duo Sonic. That's great. This is really good. Do you hear that guitar? <laughs> yes. Do you? I want to make sure you're paying attention. I hear it. The guitarist? Yeah. Guy by the name of Jimmy James. Oh, okay. Later to be known as Jimi Hendrix. Huh. He uh, played with the Isley Brothers. Was he a trained musician? or No, did... no. He's self-taught, I'm pretty sure. Man. Yeah, he was great. Are you going to go on the record with that? Jimi Hendrix was great. Yeah, Are you sure you're going to go out on a limb like this? Uh, well, you know, sometimes you've got to stand up for what's right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's you're a brave man, John. You heard it here, guys. Yep. Jimi Hendrix, pretty good. Uh, so they tried that mahogany nonsense. Yeah, whatever. That didn't work. Let's just go back to, like, Poplar. <laughs> sure. It was in 64 that they came out with the Duo Sonic 2. Okay. Longer scale, 24 yep. inches in the yep. neck. Yep, 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 yep. Larger body and headstock. The controls were in separate metal plates. Okay, kind of uh, like... Uh, so it was exactly like... A Jaguar? Mustang, except it didn't have the tremolo. Yeah. The reason they did this was because the Mustang had come out and was so popular. Mm-hmm. So like, man, people seem to like that Mustang. Let's see if we can lump them all together. Music Master, Duo Sonic, Mustang, and see what happens. Okay. They made more colors. Can we spend another like five minutes talking about the colors that they came out with? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dakota Red, White, and Daphne Blue. Red, White, Slow and Blue. it down. <laughs> That's pretty good. This guitar I like a lot. It plays really well, and it has that kind of spank we like. I think the thing I like most about it is the spank. <laughs> Who you doesn't? Know? Who doesn't? Oh, yeah. guy like me, I'm super into it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You got anyone else ever play this thing? Yeah. Okay. Yes or no? Do you want to be on the hot seat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can make the call of if I want to be on the hot seat, you know. We are in mid-60s. Mid-60s. I think I would prefer to be a little farther forward. I think I'd prefer to be 70s, 70s maybe 80s, 70s okay. or 80s. Let's say 70s. Do you want to be in the hot seat or not? Sure. I'll go. Yeah, I'm going. Let's see. <laughs> You want 1976 or 1977? Oh. <laughs> 76 was a really good year. Yeah. Duo Sonic. Okay. Can I get the other song? can hear Matt Wright. Yeah. Who is it? Come on now. Really? I don't know who this is. That, my friend, was Patti Smith. Oh, yeah. That was Ask the Angels from her 1976 album, Radio Ethiopia. I never lived in New York. I don't know anything about Patti Smith. Hey, viewers. Yeah. Write in and explain why you don't need to be from New York to know Patti Smith. I think Ed would appreciate that. Yeah. Well, for kicks, you want me to give you another chance? Hit me with 77. 77? Yeah. Okay. I hate this. 
That was called Pulled Up uh, from their album Talking Heads 77. Yeah. John intentionally doesn't pull the song I would know. What's the fun in that? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the hot seat should be hot. Yeah. You know what you need to work on, John? What's that? Uh, a hot seat theme for me. You know what I mean? Oh, hot seat. Yeah. So I mentioned that the Mustang had been more popular. So right. So they were trying to do this Duo Sonic 2. A couple things happened here. In 69, they discontinued the Duo Sonic. The Mustang's just more popular. Yeah. That means there's no more Duo Sonics, but mm-hmm. more to the point, the Duo Sonic 2? Mm-hmm. That makes that a rarer example of the Duosonic. When did the Duosonic 2 come out? 64. And the Music Master, the one pickup model, didn't fare too much better a little bit. It would last until 82. Wow, that went all the way to 82? Uh-huh. Crazy. Yeah. You want to hear something else? Uh, yes. I think the 90s was a big time for offsets in general. Sure. Jaguars, Jazzmasters, all of that stuff. Yep. The offsets have become so big that it's a bummer, you know, like I bought my mustang for 175 bucks 20 years ago you can't do that anymore Mm -hmm. that is not a thing that can be done anymore yeah hit me uh okay 1994 weezer this duo sonic is very interesting that this particular guitarist plays because he took a music master yeah which only has one pickup right and converted it to a duo sonic cool okay here you go talking heads nope You're really going to hear the duo sonic part, though. It's great. Here? Yep. Are you sure this isn't Talking Heads? Yep. Come on, man. No. You don't? No. Who is that? They are a band from New Hope, Pennsylvania. Okay. The guitarist's name is Mickey Melchiondo. (laughs) Okay. Also known Mm -hmm. as Dean Ween. Oh. That was Ween. Oh, I like Ween. Yeah. What album's that from? Chocolate and Cheese. Is it? Yeah. God damn it. Which is a great album. I'm taking selfies. A friend of mine uh, lost a bet. He hadn't shaved his beard in 10 years, and it was super long wizard beard. Yep. And he lost a bet. So he had to shave. And because he had to shave, like 10 of us at work decided to shave in solidarity. So I have a very big cop stash right now. Yeah. And I look like a real narc over yeah. here. My lovely wife, Vicky. She doesn't like the cop stash? I, I don't think she's into the cop stash real big. <laughs> Which, I don't know. I think it's adorable. <laughs> I look like just well, a Of course you head. do. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, let's just ride out of here in the hot chair while we're at it. Okay. 1993, Ed. You think you could do it? I, well, I'm going to try. All right.
he's thinking. And when I ask his cop stash is on fire. Room, it was late at <laughs> night. I don't know. And we've been driving since noon. I loved the visual in my head of all the viewers out there shouting <laughs> yeah. out into space. Yeah. That was Liz Fair. Yeah. She's got a 60s duosonic. What else does she play? Did she play a Mustang? Liz Fair played a Mustang. Yeah, I too. think you might be right. Right? Yeah. She likes the offsets. Right? Yep. Do you know the band Savages? No, I don't think I do. The guitarist is a woman named Gemma Thompson, and I really like the kind of punk aesthetic of this band. Yeah. You want to hear it? You know what I'm doing right now, John? I don't know what you're even doing. Like, I'm looking at my phone. Do you uh-huh. like it when I do that, when you're when you're over there uh-huh. like doing that stuff? Yeah. I'm live on Instagram right now. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> With my cop stash and my sunglasses on. Well, How cool is that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, people are really going to enjoy it here at the High Gain Central. Look, there's John. Yeah. He's got a cool guitar. That's pretty good. So, what are you doing? Savages. I don't know anything about yeah. these guys. This is called The Answer. It's really great. Pretty good, huh? I like it a lot. What year is this? That is 2016. Huh. It's got kind of a... It's really great. Yeah. Was there a little tiny bit of a Susie and the Banshees vibe going on there? Am I crazy? Boy, I love the noise. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this hypothetical, Ed. Okay, lay it on me. I'm going to hold up a Duosonic and a Mustang. Yep. What do you want? Uh, Man, I think I would kind of have to see them, but I don't think I need the tremolo. But with the Mustang, you can do the knobs and switches and do the out of phase, which I dig. I really dig the out of phase. So that's one thing you get out of the Mustang that you won't get out of this. Right. But at the same time, I really like the simplicity of this guitar. So I think I might actually go... Duosonic. I read that a lot of people, like a lot of live acts that like these guitars, yeah, like that simplicity as well. One thing that kept coming up in the articles I was finding are a musician saying, the thing I love about it is I could throw it around. You don't have to be overly careful with it. Huh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yep. What else? That is a representative sampling across time and space, Ed. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Of the Fender Duosonic. I dig it a lot. I am pretty unabashedly team Fender over here at the High Gain. We're looking on our rack here, and I think uh, Team High Gain has a couple few Fenders. <laughs> Jeez. Seven to one Fender to Gibson. Wow. The reason I don't own a Les Paul is not because there's not nice Les Pauls, right? Uh-huh. It's because yes. they're big, heavy hunks of shit? <laughs> I think that's why I don't own one. 
I've got an Explorer. If I got an SG, I would sell my Explorer because mm-hmm. I don't need them both. Yeah. Maybe a Junior with a P90. But we had that Junior that was sort of a dream guitar of mine. Right. I thought I was going to love it, and I just didn't. Last month, February, you called the Coronet Guitar yeah. of the Year. Guitar but of the Year. today you said you weren't sure. Oh, right. Okay, so 59 Coronet. Yeah. Like, 59 Dual oh Sonic. Oh, my God. I don't really play on the show a whole lot, but I play every guitar that comes through here. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, the cornet was just cool. I'm going to go ahead and on my top five, Uh we're going to put this one at a very strong number two. Bold. My one and two spot for the year are secured. How about that? Hey, thanks for showing up again. (laughs) I I never know if you're going (laughs) to. I'm always here, John. You know I'm coming That's true. Ed's always here. Yeah, yeah. I wake up in the morning, I come downstairs, I pour a bowl of cereal, I kind of... uh, There's Ed. Open the front door, there's Ed. There's Ed. There's just sitting there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this was a good one. This was a really good one. Yeah, we're up over 500 on that Instagram. Yeah. Oh, hey, we want to thank everybody for helping us do that. Next stop, 1,000. And guess what? What? I think when we hit 1,000, Ed... Yeah. It should be contest time. Oh, yeah, at 1,000? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about maybe a pedal or something. Yeah. Giveaway. We've got, we've got stuff.